Yo, 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 let's go. Let's go. It's the Great Debate Show. Back in the building. Better than ever, baby. It's your guy, your boy, your host, Jarvis Jeffries. I'm by myself today. Solo Dolo, Terrence Smith, and Nikki Lee will be back with us to debate. We think we're going to do top 10 point guards of all time in the NBA or top 15 Maybe we'll do 25 quarterbacks of all time. We just did the top 25 athletes of all time. Go back and check that episode out. Again, the Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Just hit the follow button, rate, review, and follow. Let us know what you think and what you want us to debate next. It'll be much appreciated. Thank you. And also, the Great Debate Show is on YouTube. Hit the like button. There's an episode up right now uh, where I briefly discuss Harbaugh, the Michigan Wolverines, Mercedes Monet, Monet, could she be going to AEW? And The Rock returning to the WWE, which is what I really want to get to in a minute. And that's really the whole purpose of me being here. Also, what's wrong with the Philadelphia Eagles? What the hell has happened to them now losing four out of the last five games? And um, the Cowboys take the number two seed back thanks to the Eagles losing to the Arizona Cardinals. My Niners are number one seed in the NFC. Terrence's Ravens, who usually sits right here, and he'll be back later this week. He usually sits here to my right, and he is a Ravens fan. His Ravens are number one seed. Lamar Jackson probably going to be the MVP of the NFL unanimously. But first, before we get into the Eagles and whatever's wrong with them and what's going to happen with the NFL, I just want to just briefly talk about um, Harbaugh and everything that's went on with him at Michigan, and why in the hell would he be leaving Michigan? They're one game away from being national champions. I understand he won his first playoff game on last night, which is a very exciting game. That Rose Bowl was probably the Super Bowl of college football. It'll probably be better. It probably was better than what we will see next Monday, or this coming Monday, January 8th, Michigan, Washington, Penix Jr., he looked great from what I saw. I haven't watched much of him and Washington, I will not lie. But the offense looks good. Michigan's defense looks very good. So this should be an interesting matchup. I had Alabama versus Texas in the championship game. That was just a theory that I was going with on why they would put Nick Saban back into this playoff when I didn't think that they were deserving to be in the, the top four of the college playoffs. My Florida State Seminoles didn't lose a game until... They played Georgia in the bowl game. Then again, they had like none of their recruits, none of their scholarship players played in that game. Uh, but again, it was a beatdown. And um, but before that, they went a good 12, 13 and 0. They didn't lose a game. And they got pushed out. Georgia lost the SEC championship, so they got pushed out. And I just thought that, hey, Nick Saban is here for a reason. He's gonna win the whole damn thing, and he will get his lick back by beating Texas in the championship. That did not happen. I was wrong. 0 for 2 on yesterday. Alabama and Texas lost. My brother went with Michigan and Washington. He was right. 2 for 2. Congrats. And um, now, to the Michigan fans and the Washington fans, I like this matchup because it's so different. It's not your typical SEC team. There is no SEC team. There's no Longhorns, who I expected to probably be there since they were in. It's Michigan, who is a very, very big school, very big program. I get it. But it's been since 1997 since they won 
the national championship. And this, to me, just says, man, wow. And they're playing Washington. I don't know when the last time the Huskies have been in the mix for anything remotely close to the national championship. So this is going to be very interesting. Penix is really, really, really raising his stock. His stock has went up after last night. And if he can win the national championship or at least have a great game, win or lose, he very well could be a top two pick in the 2024 NFL draft. Who will do that? The Chicago Bears, they've got the number one pick. It'll be interesting to talk to my colleagues, Nick Ely and Terrence Smith, when they arrive back uh, on the show. What do the Bears do? Do they draft a Michael Penix Jr. or a Caleb Williams? Or do they say, we're going to stick it out with Justin Fields another year or so for $50 million, two-year deal or something like that while we use these draft picks and continue to build around him? Or we just say, hey, man, he's not it. He's had three years to show us. We have gotten better. We're, he's holding us back. And we. this is the missing link right here. This guy that we're watching right now in the Sugar Bowl who's lighting it up in the Superdome named Michael Penix Jr. or that Caleb Williams guy at USC. What's going to happen? They've got the number one pick, and it's interesting to put the spotlight on them because it's so, so interesting to me as to what they're going to do with that pick. And how does the Panthers feel not having that pick? Going all in on Bryce Young and nobody knows what to think of him when he has no protection. And we know Justin Fields didn't have that either for the first two years of his career. But do you think it got better in year three? And if it did, is that why we're finally seeing some progression? The last five games, Justin Fields is 4-1. and one. He's about 78 uh, in passer rating. Uh, he is right under 60% in completion percentage. And they're 4-1, and one, which is the biggest take from this. The defense definitely playing better. Don't know what they're going to do with the head coach just yet. He could be out. Then again, he may stay. But what's going to happen with Justin Fields and the Bears and that number one pick? And looking at Penix Jr. last night, I was impressed. And I'm not easily impressed. Again, I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. I don't really stay up for those games or I'm out and about. I'm not watching what goes on in the Pac-10 that late on Saturday nights. So I've missed a lot of Washington and USC and Oregon football. But what I saw last night in that offense, Harbaugh and his defense got their hands full. But again, Washington's offense is going to have their hands full because, man, oh, man, that is a good defense. I didn't know if I was watching the 2015 Denver Broncos, the 2013 Seattle Seahawks, LOB. They've got a corner and a safety that look like, man, wonder what they're going to get drafted at. When my, my Niners getting one of those DBs, we can never have enough DBs, as I can, as we can see now, if you keep up with the 49ers in the NFL. But I say all of that to say this. It's going to be a great national championship game. I don't know if they can top the Rose Bowl. And the Sugar Bowl was kind of lopsided to me, even though Texas hung around. They were dominated. Alabama was dominated, but they stayed in the game. They hung around and actually had a chance to win. But they lost in overtime, 27-20. What do you think of the game? Let me know. I would love to hear your comments here on X. And again, Happy New Year to everyone out there listening, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. I appreciate you being here uh, with me today to break the news on um, The Rock, who returned uh, on Monday Night Raw 
We do wrestling also, ladies and gentlemen. Wrestling, and we're due for another wrestling episode. People text me a few times and said, hey, when are we going to get some wrestling content? And Terrence, we, we can give you a lot more when my co-host Terrence Smith comes back um, to the show. And uh, I can't wait to hear what he thinks about The Rock and the things that he said. It was very short, kind of a segment. He interrupted Jinder Mahal, an ex-WWE champ who returned. And I'm sure some fans were like, really? This is who? The hype was around. And then, if you smile, we heard that. And everybody, the roof in San Diego, California, almost came off the arena uh, out there in San Diego. For Monday Night Raw, when The Rock appeared, it was him. He got in the ring. He laid the smack down real quick. And then, his question to the WWE Universe was, where do I eat? I'm hungry. I'm going to go to a nice restaurant here in San Diego and where should I eat? Should I eat at the bar? Should I eat at the booth at the bar? Or should I eat at the head of the table? And everybody knows what the head of the table means. That's a shot at Roman Reigns. At least that's what the WWE Universe and wrestling fans know. When he said that, they knew exactly what he meant. Now, I don't know if they're just kind of trying to get a feel on what the WWE Universe thinks and wants, how they will react to that to that comment, to that statement that uh, The Rock made, or if this is really going to happen. And uh, it very well could. The question would be, if it does happen, where would this take place? WrestleMania 40? I know that's what you would like to think, but, uh, excuse me, my dog Kobe is getting rather loud here. Apologize for that. But where would Roman Reigns show up? Would he show up at WrestleMania 40? Or would he show up at um sorry about that again. <laughs> would he show up at WrestleMania 40? Would he would he would he fight Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Championship, which we know he will not win? This would just mean that Roman Reigns would extend his championship reign. Uh even further, and let's be honest, if he gets past WrestleMania, he will get past SummerSlam as the WWE champion still. And that means that he will surpass, I believe it's after SummerSlam, where he would surpass uh, Hulk Hogan in his streak of the longest WWE champion of all time. I don't remember the days, but um, I want to say it's somewhere around 1,400 days or something like that. Roman Reigns is well over 1,200 days now. And um, He'll pretty much be the champion all year of 2024 if he gets past WrestleMania. But some people think that he could go against Roman Reigns at um, Elimination Chamber. That's going to be on February 24th of 2024. Why would they do that? I don't know. Maybe that's it depends on the Rock schedule, of course. But the problem is if they hold Roman Reigns and The Rock for... WrestleMania 40, then, well, this means that uh, The Rock would be kind of eliminating Cody Rhodes' chance to finish the story. And that story we know is him finally being WWE champion, something that he's wanted to do for so long. And uh, he left AEW. He's in WWE. He's been pushed very well. He's the biggest, best, hottest babyface in wrestling. But I've always had my theory 
that even though Triple H has grown and he's evolved and he's a much better man than he was uh, 10 years ago or whatever, my question would be, uh, if Cody Rhodes doesn't get this championship, would it be because of Triple H and Cody Rhodes, um, I wouldn't say feud, they definitely look like they're on the same page these days, but I always told my co-host Terrence Smith that Triple H doesn't like Cody Rhodes, he may be petty towards Cody Rhodes and bury Cody Rhodes when he returns to WWE. That hasn't happened, but he still hasn't been the WWE champion either. His story should have been finished last WrestleMania. Do you think he's going to do it this year? Some say yes, some say no. They would have done it then. I don't want them to take Cody Rhodes. I don't want Cody Rhodes to get the title and it's not relevant or it doesn't matter anymore. It would be so similar to Hangman Adam Page's championship reign in AEW, where it was long overdue, and by the time it happened, nobody really cared anymore. And it was a very dull, um, stagnant championship reign that he had. Nobody even remembers. Nobody really cares. And I was a fan of Hangman Adam Page before the whole CM Punk stuff. I don't really know how much of that is true. I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying that. The WWE shouldn't wait too long to give Cody that championship, and I think they know that. So it happens at WrestleMania 40, or it doesn't happen. Maybe he gets the World Heavyweight Championship from Seth Rollins, or maybe he gets that World Heavyweight Championship from CM Punk, who may take the championship away from Seth Rollins uh, You know, at WrestleMania or at Elimination Chamber. I'm not sure, but where they're going with this, who knows? But the fact that Rock is back, it's breaking news. It's people hitting me up saying they're going to tune in. When is The Rock going to be back? I don't know that yet, what he's booked for. But he's back. And for him to say the head of the table, should he eat at the head of the table, he's throwing it out there that he's coming for Roman. Roman Reigns did respond on X, right here on X. He responded with a laughing emoji, laughing at The Rock, his real-life cousin, for saying what he said about the head of the table. I would like to know what you all think, what you all would like to see. What would be the perfect WrestleMania 40? Where would they go with this? Because after CM Punk and Seth, which they're probably holding for WrestleMania, what does that leave Cody Rhodes if they go Rock versus Reigns at WrestleMania 40? Some people think, though, that The Rock will go against Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber. It is rumors that Roman Reigns will be booked for Elimination Chamber, so who would that be against? I'm sure it wouldn't be against Randy Orton or AJ Styles or... L.A. Knight, whoever he's going to fight at the Royal Rumble, that'll probably be a fatal four-way. That's what I'm guessing. Um, maybe somebody interferes in that match and it's a DQ and they just put them all in it and Roman Reigns somehow gets out of that fatal four-way and um, wins that. But the, fatal, but the Elimination Chamber, it could be The Rock and they could get that out of the way, have great numbers, of course, for that pay-per-view. And then leading into WrestleMania, it's still Roman Reigns versus Cody. Maybe, maybe not. And will he beat Cody? Again, that's still possible. Or will they not let him break Hulk Hogan's streak? A lot of people don't want that to happen. I would like to know why you don't want that to happen. And there's a lot of people that do. I would like to know why you want that to happen. But only Triple H really, you know, knows. And um, I'll add him on here, but I'm sure he won't respond. But it will be interesting to find out what happens now that The Rock has returned. And he was on Monday Night Raw. Uh, there's also rumors that Andrade El Idolo is leaving AEW. He's already gone. World's in. 
the uh, Saturday pay-per-view on December 30th was his last match at AEW. People thought that he would be the guy that showed up on Monday Night Raw as the um, former WWE champion. Well, no, he wasn't a champion in WWE, was he? Maybe he was an NXT champion, I'm not sure. But there's rumors that he's still coming back to WWE. It just may be SmackDown, not Raw, because it definitely was not Raw. It was Jinder Mahal and The Rock in the same segment. So we know what The Rock was there for. He was there to put that out there, and I don't know if they're going to do that or they just wanted to see where everybody's head's at, where they, what, what they were like, I don't know. But I'm sure they already know what they're going to do. They are months ahead in their stories, in their storylines in the WWE, I've been told. So other news, Kevin Dunn is out of the WWE, if anybody cares to know that. And uh, Mercedes Monet is possibly already all elite, according to Sean Ross Sapp with Fightful Select. I don't know how credible you all think that source is, but I've always thought that it was pretty, pretty a pretty credible source. And if that's true, then Mercedes Monet is AEW. Now, there's a few different scenarios I want to pitch to you here. One, this could be true. And if it is, why? Why now? Why wasn't she at World's End? Is it because she was still talking to WWE like we've heard? And the rumors are... Uh, she denied their offer, whatever that was, and there was a pretty high number financially in what she wants, and WWE did not give it to her. That's what we're hearing, allegedly. If that's the case, then that's why she's AEW, if she's really AEW, if she's already all elite, because Tony Khan overpaid. Or maybe she's worth every penny, who knows? That doesn't matter to me. That's not here, nor, neither here nor there. What matters to me is that if... Tony Khan paid Sasha Banks to, I mean, Mercedes Monet to be all elite. It's probably only because the WWE didn't give her what she asked for. Or is this just another swerve from Triple H and the WWE because they know you know she's probably going to show up at the Rumble and they just don't want you to know that. That I don't really know yet. We don't know. Uh, if anybody does have uh, some good sources out there, please comment in the comment section here on X and let us know. Ladies and gentlemen, I am live on X, formerly known as Twitter, and uh, this is The Great Debate Show, available wherever you get your podcast. Just wanted to drop in and break some news. The Rock returned to Monday Night Raw. Mercedes Monet is allegedly all elite, according to Fightful Select, and um, Michigan. In Washington, in the College Football National Championship on Monday, January 8th, who you got? Is Harbaugh going to win? And if he does win, will that be a tainted title? And if he does win, why the hell would he leave Michigan? I'm hearing that they're trying to offer him, you know, like we've heard of a lifetime contract where I've heard like a big, big, long 10, 15-year deals that he is not signing. Because he wants to go back to the NFL. And when he's asked a question about coaching the Chargers or the Bears in the NFL, he's ducking these questions. So, hey, is he really going to the NFL, win or lose? I mean, I, this hasn't happened since Jimmy Johnson and the Cowboys. And he didn't leave on his own. Jerry Jones fired his ass. But it's ironic that Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson have kissed and made up finally. And they had the big, you know... Um, presentation for him 
where they finally give him the banner and hang his name up as it should have been 30 years ago. They finally do that now. And now Harbaugh could be doing the same thing Jimmy Johnson did. I just find that so ironic. If you listen to the Great Debate Show, I tell you all the time that I don't think the game is real. I think it's scripted. And uh, they know the outcome to all of these games. And it's all um, based on a lot of numbers in games and Gematria, maybe, or allegedly, and or... You know, just the money and the gambling and the house always wins. And they're, they're going to make sure that they are the winners. And we're, as gamblers, the losers for the most part. Do gamblers get lucky every now and then? Yes. But I think we all, as sophisticated gamblers, lose more than we win. And I think that that's pretty much what all this is about in all of sports and entertainment. But, again, as my boy Jay-Z said, it's only entertainment. And that's exactly what this all is. I just wanted to break the news to you. Is Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks, going back to the WWE and they're just trying to throw you off? Because if she was really All Elite, I think she would have been at World's End pay-per-view. The uh, All Elite Wrestling pay-per-view that they had on Saturday night. Is MJF gone? Has he left AEW? Is he really going to WWE? Do they really even value him? Who knows? But it's WrestleMania season. It's officially WrestleMania season. The Rock reminded reminded us that on last night's Monday Night Raw. CM Punk will return to Monday Night Raw on next Monday. Uh, And they will need him. I see what they were doing there trying to save him because everybody will be watching the national championship game, Michigan and Washington. So they need Punk. What hour of the show he shows up, who knows? Maybe in the middle. I would probably say 9 p.m. Then again, he may start the show off. I don't know. But Punk will be back next week. We know he's going to enter the Royal Rumble. So is Cody Rhodes. What is in store for them? That's the big thing. And the Philadelphia Eagles, now as I wrap this show up with a little football, what are the Philadelphia Eagles doing? What's going on? When we do the next episode and I have my co-host Terrence and Nick with me, I'm going to play back a... A segment where I can recall where I said that the Eagles are losing their, they have lost their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator. I think they will have some growing pains. I'm going to have to play that back in case no one believes me. I have been right a lot this season. I've been on a roll here on the Great Debate Show. So I'm a credible source I would like to think also. We help you with parlays, with your bets and everything. And man, I sometimes get six, seven out of ten right. But I digress. The Eagles are doing everything I expected. I'm the only person in the world. I think. I know I didn't hear anyone else predict that the Eagles would lose three games straight. And that's exactly what they did. Starting with my Niners that I predicted would beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And I said that they would smoke them like a Philly Blunt. No pun intended. Philly Blunt. But they smoked them. And then the Cowboys did it. And then Seattle beat them at the buzzer. And so they finally come back and get a win on Christmas, barely, against the Giants, and then they lose again at home to the Cardinals. What's going on with the Philadelphia Eagles? And Nick is probably going to tell you when he sits in this Philadelphia Eagles chair that, man, we're not running the ball enough and, you know, things like that. He'll sit right here and he'll say that. And they ran the ball pretty well, I thought, on Sunday. And still, loss. Defense looks atrocious. Secondary, even worse. Offense, 
it's not looking that good. While we want to put it all on the defense, the offense doesn't look that good either. Sariani doesn't look like he is. He doesn't look like that head coach of the year anymore. I mean, I just, the Eagles are, they're in trouble. Backpedaling into the postseason is not what you want to do. When you've got the Niners, the Cowboys, teams that are beating you pretty good. That's not what they want. That's not what they, this is not where they should be right now. And I know the Philadelphia Eagles fan base is cursing me out right now, but where am I lying? Nick is probably cursing me out when he hears this, but where am I lying? Where's the cap? This is all facts. They are pretty bad right now. And um, the NFC East, they gave it up. It potentially could very well go to the Cowboys. They are now sitting at a number two seed, while the Eagles are now pushed back to five, and they will be going to Tampa Bay if the playoffs started today, or to Atlanta or New Orleans. That NFC South is a mess right now. But if the Buccaneers somehow lay an egg in Carolina Sunday, the Falcons at Saints game becomes the NFC South title game. The winner wins the title of the NFC South and hosts probably the Philadelphia Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have got Washington, and who knows how that'll go in Washington, I believe. But the Eagles, I think they have a division game. I do think it's a division game. Um, I think it's the Giants again, yeah. It's the Giants again, and Tyrod Taylor has been looking pretty damn good. He almost beat the Rams on Sunday. Could he upset and spoil the Eagles? And they could very well still be at five as far as seedings go. It's crazy. Don't know what to think about the Eagles right now. The Niners are number one in the NFC. My Niners, that is. Bang, bang. Niner gang. Needed that win in Washington to kind of get over the, uh, the Christmas Day loss, the Christmas night loss. To Baltimore. Terrence's Ravens, number one in the AFC. Can't wait to hear what he has to say when he comes back. We're going to come back with the top point guards or top quarterbacks of all time. That's going to be our next debate. We have started to do that a lot more now. The audience loves it. And we appreciate it. So we're going to continue to roll with that. Um, mostly debates of the past. Instead of uh, just debating all day about the current events going on in all of sports, which we still will do because it's the NFL playoffs now. We've got to talk that. And in 2024, we will be giving you more college football content, more wrestling content. Where's MJF in AEW? Is he there or not? Is that contract really up? And if it is, they really dropped the ball once again. He was suspended for 90 days, and they dropped the ball when MJF could have been in a great, great story angle with Tony Khan. It could have been Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold all over again. But Tony Khan doesn't want to be on TV, and he probably shouldn't. But if he could do it, if he was up to that task, I would. I mean, I'll let them choke slam me every now and then, just like Vince McMahon took a stunner in the middle of the ring. A rock bottom in the ring. Like, come on. They missed it. And MJF could have did something similar to what CM Punk did back in 2011 when he was saying, I'm leaving with the WWE Championship and my contract's going to expire an hour or so after I beat John Cena and take this title. It was a great storyline. They dropped the ball with that too. If he's gone, even if he's still there, they could have done that to make you think he was leaving. And nothing. 
and he has been removed from the AEW roster. So why would Mercedes Monet go to AEW now? I, I couldn't think of anything else other than WWE didn't pay me what I wanted. And Tony Khan's dumbass did. That's the only thing I can think of. If that happens. But that's all I've got for now. Um, NFC South matchup again. Saints, Falcons, that's huge. But all the Buccaneers have to do is handle the Panthers and they're in. Who are they going to be hosting Wild Card Weekend if they are in? The Cowboys or the Eagles? Who's going to be number five? Who's going to be number two? The Detroit Lions? We all know how they got screwed. And they're number three, possibly stuck at three now. I don't think they can do any better than that number three seed now. And that's very unfortunate for them. But, hey, man, the NFL, as I like to call it, the National Fix League sometimes. And it's definitely what it looked like on Saturday night. Who's going to win the national championship? Is this Harbaugh's year finally? And if it is, is he leaving? After winning a championship? I thought Belichick was taking that Charger job. Maybe it will be Harbaugh. He can play with a Justin Fields. He can coach a Justin Fields, too. He did. He coached Colin Kaepernick as a Niner. Could he go to the Bears? He's dodging these questions, so it looks like he's probably leaving Michigan. But how will he leave? As a champion? Or will it be the same old uh, narrative that we've been hearing for years now? Harbaugh chokes again. Sometimes these coaches choke all the time, and then they just start to win, 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 no matter what. Andy Reid used to have that narrative, choking all the time. And for the past five, six years, he's been in nothing but AFC Championship games and Super Bowls. And now he's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Three, if you count um, him winning as an assistant in Green Bay back in the day. So, yeah. NFL news, we'll keep you in the loop on the playoffs and week 18 and everything that's going to happen. Um, NBA, we, we usually get to that a lot more after the Super Bowl. And uh, we'll be back to talk about this, 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 this national championship coming up with Michigan and Washington. Who you got? And what is The Rock going to do? Will he even be at WrestleMania 40? Maybe this is just Elimination Chamber, Rock versus Reigns. And we'll still get Cody versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. I don't know. What if it's Cody versus Punk versus Seth in a triple threat for the World Heavyweight Championship? And that's the best that they can do with Cody as far as him finishing his story. And Rock and Roman Reigns are still at WrestleMania 40. Who knows? It all remains to be seen. But the fact that we're talking about wrestling, that I'm talking about it, everybody's talking about it, this is good. And this is what the WWE does to keep their sales relevant. They know how to bring the casual fans to the table. And I'm so sick of reading comments and hearing AEW fans tell me that you don't need casual fans. Just be grateful that Tony Khan is giving wrestling fans what they want. Well, I could care less about that. I'm not your average wrestling fan. Diehard wrestling hardcore fan. That's not me. I'm a sports entertainment guy. I like the sports entertainment. And what I hate about AEW is that Chris Jericho brought that to our attentions and I loved it, but he did nothing with it. Because I still don't see any sports entertainment. I just see hardcore wrestling. Where people are bleeding in every match damn near, especially Moxley, who I just 
He just does not do it for me at all. And then other people that, you know, they bleed every match. They kick out of the finishing move five, six times before they finally stay down for three seconds. And yeah, it pretty much is a lot of gymnastics. Even MJF agrees. It's just not entertaining to me anymore. And that's the reason why I made the episode on the podcast, The Great Debate Show. I said in 2022, when Cody left, that this is not going to be good for AEW. And it has not been. They've literally went from sugar to shit, in my opinion, ever since he walked out of the door. So it's official. Tony Khan doesn't know what he's doing. He's not booking. He can't book. And he needs somebody in that building that knows what they're doing. I don't care if it's Eric Bischoff, Jim Cornette. I don't care. But it needs to be somebody that knows what he's doing. Not Brian Danielson. Not uh, whoever the hell is there doing whatever they're doing. The creative team is not good. Jericho, if you're doing it, you're not good. Omega, Young Bucks, you're not good. Hey, man, you're not good. And you shouldn't even be EVPs in the first place. And now it's all starting to come to light. That these people don't know what they're doing in All Elite Wrestling. I know I probably just lost a lot of people here on X. Because I see a lot of AEW fans that follow me and I follow them. But I'm giving my opinion it's not good anymore. At all really. So Samoa Joe is the new champion. What do you do with that? Why is he the champion? MJF must, maybe he really is gone. Because you didn't have to take the strap off of MJF. Now, what happened to the Adam Cole MJF feud then? Is there not going to be one? Where do we get from this? Where do they go with this on Wednesday's Dynamite? I don't know. I probably won't even be watching the know, but I'll hear about it. I'll check out the content. I'll watch a few videos and get my information. But when I tune in, I'm sorry. I have to immediately tune out. Because of people like Swerve Strickland, who will never be AEW World Champion. Because of people like Jay Lethal, who are there just to put wins on other people's record. Because of Jay Cargill walking away, because she was never put in a storyline or an angle with any significant women's wrestler in AEW. Like a Britt Baker, like a Tony Storm, like a Soraya. Soraya, she didn't go against any of those people. So the TBS Championship meant nothing then, and it still means nothing now. And that's no shot at Chris Statlander. But the women's division, as much as they're trying, give them credit for trying, but it's horrible. I'm sorry, it just is. What Tony Storm is doing, okay, it's okay, I guess, but I'll be honest with you. I mean, they're nothing to me outside of eye candy. Um, that's it. Um, yeah, so if Mercedes Monet is AEW, if she is all elite, who she's gonna who is, who is she's gonna be in a story with? What match do you want to see her with? I'm not interested in any match really outside of Britt Baker. And she's not gonna sign with them just for that, is she? It has to be the money. That's all I can think of. And I'm still not sold, even though this is coming from Fightful Select. This could still be the WWE just pushing that narrative out there until the rumble when she comes out and hits that curtain. And will she be Sasha Banks if that happens? Or will she remain Mercedes Monet? Who knows? We'll see. But that's all I've got. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Great Debate Show again. Available wherever you get your podcast. Hit the follow button. And on X, follow us. And um, join in on the debates that we that we will be putting up 
on a daily, weekly basis just to, you know, pick your brain and see what you think. We like to know what people think of certain athletes and certain sports. And um, who's your favorite top 25 athlete of all time? Who's number one? Who's 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 your top 10? We just done that on the last episode. Go back and check that out. It was a great one. A lot of good feedback from it. And I would like the feedback as well here on X. Again, I'm, I'm out of here. And um, CM Punk returns on Monday Night Raw. The Rock returned last night on Monday Night Raw. Can't wait to see what the Tribal Chief has to say uh, on SmackDown about The Rock's comments, if he'll say anything. But right now, they're getting ready for Royal Rumble, January 27th, I believe. And uh, it should be good. It should be good. I think that pretty much covers everything that I wanted to say today. NFL playoffs coming up pretty soon. One more week to go. Week 18. Week 18. Can't wait for it. Christian McCaffrey has a mild uh, calf strain. Good thing, thanks to him, he gets to rest the next two weeks. Because, well, he's not playing next week and he shouldn't have played even if he was healthy. And two, well, we've got the number one bye. So thanks to him, he gets to rest and hopefully ice up and be healthy for their first playoff game, divisional, in the divisional round. Bang, bang. Niner gang. And to any Niners that follow me on X, please follow. Or if you don't, but you so happen to see me live here on X right now, hit the follow button and uh, tune in because I have plenty of Niner content for this postseason. Plenty, plenty, plenty. I've been dead on right for a lot of things this season. So you want to listen to us sometimes because, yeah, yeah, Jarvis will get one right every now and then. Sometimes Terrence, sometimes Nick. But, yeah, we're credible here over at the Great Debate Show also. And that's going to be it. It's the last time I'm going to say it. Uh, The Rock said he may sit at the head of the table. That was the breaking news for me today. We've heard the rumors, but we never thought it would really happen. But I think it's going to come into fruition. The question for me is, is it going to be WrestleMania 40 or is it going to be Elimination Chamber February 24? That's going to be the big thing there. Because I have thought that Cody was going to win the championship this time around. But no, that might not be the case. Do you want him to break Hulk Hogan's streak? Roman Reigns, that is. Of the championship reign. Because that very well can happen if he has the ch- championship still past WrestleMania. All he has to do is just cruise through past SummerSlam. Which I'm sure he will. Who could take the belt possibly from The Rock? I mean from Roman Reigns. You know it won't be The Rock. Seriously. He won't be around long enough to play with that. I know they've done that before like in 14, 13 or 14 when he was the champion. Took it from Punk. For whatever reason. For a few months. And he was never really there. They're not going to do that. There's enough complaints about Roman Reigns not being a defending champion. They're not going to do that. So if it's Rock and Reigns, the Reigns is going to win again. But who could possibly take the strap from Roman Reigns? Who could in the street? Do you see anybody remotely close deserving the championship, taking it from Roman right now? I really don't know. I heard a rumor that Vince McMahon once said that he was going to have a champion for nine years. I can't think of anybody he could have been talking about other than Roman Reigns. And we're already going into, what, year four? Now, I know that probably won't happen, but that's what I heard. So what is that, three down, six to go? 
Now, I'm sure they just want to just break the streak if he's going to break that Hulk Hogan streak. But again, we'll see. That's all I've got. This is The Great Debate Show again. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon, everywhere, wherever you get your podcasts, and YouTube. If you want to see the videos and get a better up-and-close look instead of just hearing us, you want to see how handsome us three are when we sit here at this table, go ahead. The Great Debate Show, just type it in on YouTube and you will see it. There's one up right now, as a matter of fact. Next episode, we're doing top quarterbacks of all time or point guards of all time in the NBA. Either or, we're going to do them both within the next few weeks. And um, we hope that you tune in for that. We're going to get some more live shows here, a lot more live shows in 2024. And that's my New Year's resolution to you all, to our listeners, to our audience. We're growing slowly but surely here, and we appreciate it. Thank you again, and Happy New Year once again here at The Great Debate Show. My guys will be back with me, Terrence and Nick, on the next episode. Until then, and again, if you do hear me on episodes from every every now and then, it'll be me breaking some news just so we won't have those 90-minute episodes anymore. That's basically what these... 20 to 45 minute episodes are going to be for if I'm solo dolo. It'll be pretty much because I want to eliminate some time. Listening to the audience again. And we thank you again. Whatever y'all do out there, please be safe. Peace.